Oh, who the fuck are you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. When did mediocrity and banality become a good image for your children? Fuck you if you can't understand it. Why can't you ever say something useful for a change? I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Uh, welcome back to the podcast formerly known as Defacast. Now known as the Apology Tour. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, what we were talking about um, earlier, plastic surgery. Turkin. Sorry, I'm about four <laughs> wines down and two beers. You know what I've been doing? I've been I've been uh, putting uh, butterscotch snaps in with my whiskey. <laughs> that's actually it's, that sounds really nice. You know what I actually it's found? Really fucking nice. I found right right before I got um, COVID, <laughs> unfortunately, and then I lost my taste. I've I got um, I got like this butterscotch caramel topping for ice cream in Woolworths, and it's just like this thick syrup. It's so fuck. It's so impossibly thick. <laughs> Like you, it's just so. I was like, I had it for, I had it once before my taste went, and I was like, this is, like, I was getting sugar sweats just having a, a spoonful. I was like, Dude, this is even excellent. butterscotch schnapps, man, by itself. I I was like, I poured half a whiskey glass of that, yeah, and I'm sipping on it. I'm like, I'm. This tastes like I'm drinking maple syrup. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you what, man. Butterscotch it's is one of those. On. Butterscotch is one of those fucking things that I'm like, if I see anything butterscotch, I'll be like, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll taste. If someone poured butterscotch on their dick and they're like, he tastes it, I'd be like, you know what? Let's see, let's see how it goes. Yes, now I know. <laughs> I, dude, the whole time I'm drinking it, I'm thinking this would be awesome over vanilla ice cream. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, that's what I got. I got like just a, like a tub of vanilla ice cream and then put that butterscotch stuff on top of it. Actually, and I got um chocolate chip waffles <laughs> to put underneath right the ice cream. Yeah, it was good. It explains why I was Sorry. 127 kilos. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, well, I I, uh, I sidetracked that. We, we were talking about plastic soon. Yeah, what I was saying was like, there just seems to be like this rise in just overall plastic soon. Like it used to, I feel like, like when we grew up in like the 90s and early 2000s, it was sort of like that realm of facelift for sort of Hollywood starlets but now it's sort of like like just your regular Joe going to the gym will go and get a fucking a plastic plastic surgery on his jaw to make his jaw look Let's more defined. just call it a plastic jaw. Yeah. And it's just sort of like why? Like why? Like, plastic boobs, I plastic thumbs. Have you heard of BBLs? Um, From the silence I'd say no. Michael? I know what BBWs are. Mm, I can't <laughs> even begin to guess. Yeah, well, dude, I actually I thought it was a porn term as well. I had to search it. I was like, what the fuck is a BBL? And it's a Brazilian right. Brazilian butt lift, and it's basically like what the Kardashians have. Oh fuck. Yeah, and I was just sort of like, why, like, why would you do that to yourself? So Joe yeah. Joe Rogan uh, talked about this uh, on one of his podcasts where it does it doesn't. Like the unnatural look of it just yeah. looks wrong. Like you've got, so you've got the size of these legs that go into this massive fucking ass. Yeah, and it's I don't, not it's, it's not proportioned, so it just looks weird. Yeah, it it looks like one of those soft serve cones, like 
that where they just pack yeah. ice cream on top and then there's nothing in the cone. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anyone's fetishes or what people are into or whatever. But to me, I'm with Joe on it. It just doesn't look right. Like, yeah. I like a, if it's proportioned with the rest of her legs and her body, yeah, a, a big butt's great. Like, fuck, I'll look at that shit oh, all day yeah. and be like, oh, that, that's amazing. That's fine. But when you've got like toothpicks with this fucking giant, it, it just, it's so, it's so off-putting. Yeah. I don't understand how anyone's into What's that. A, dude, it's a lot of that stuff. Like, you know, it, as many, as many women as I see with like those, like the un, sort of butt implants, I see men, like, and not, when I say, I'm like, I mean influencers and stuff like that. Like they got those, they've sculpted their jaw and I'm like... Like I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I feel part of me feels. Is that the one really... where they got like the 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 uh, the butt cheek on their chin? No, it's like their no. jaws. So like back, like it's around basically the cheek to, sides. Yeah, around the like the bottom of the cheeks. So like they define their jaw no, line. I got, you. I got you. So they look like you know that rugged sort of American. <laughs> when, you, when you said it, I just thought um, me, myself, and Irene, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> remember when he wakes up and Hank's eyes oh, on his jaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really yeah. big bum bum chin. Yeah, it's that without the bum chin. Like it's right, the right, jaw right, and right. everything. So it's just like, like I get it. Like people are insecure and they want to look look good with themselves and stuff like that. Like yeah, so I get that. But it's just I feel like now it's flipped into such a status sort of a thing where. Like I said, like just your average person is is getting them, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, just I I, fucking, I think do this stems from from me being annoyed that like perfectly fine looking people were getting plastic surgery, and it, I don't know. To me, the plastic surgery didn't do them any favors, and it's just like you you now well, look like everyone else. This, it's just like yeah that just that it's like you you look like everyone else where it's like why I don't know I always always just had this innate thing growing up where I'm like I don't want to be like everyone else <laughs> like I don't want to that's why yeah, I, well, I hate wearing uniforms like, I don't what defined you and made you unique and interesting you've now take you've now destroyed that yeah <laughs> to, to be part of a, a social mold essentially yeah like yeah you look fugly like everyone else <laughs> that, that's done that thing you had uh, you had great boobs and you pumped them up to soccer balls and now you look <laughs> like every other plastic barbie doll look, that's on the internet it's insane yeah. insane that too there's like there's the i think there's things that have made like a lot of a lot of strides like you know like botox and things like that I'm like i i get all of that stuff you know like the little touch-ups here and there like yeah, yeah, all, all right, whatever. They're not, they're not, they're not so permanent as like cutting open yourself and inserting, yeah, silicon fucking abs into your stomach. Like, just seems just so. It's just so wild to me that you, that you'll do that, and it just seems so rampant. I guess, but I guess that's just social media in general, right? Like, everyone's trying to be like the next thing or whatever. So. Yeah. Or in my world, like, anyway. Like, the shit like that I see. Instagram models and shit like that. Yeah. Well, the shit that I see, like... Because I've sort of... I've fucked up my algorithm now, so... You know, trying to get back into shape, so I've just... I've just looked up sort of bodybuilding stuff and... 
and things like that. So I get like a lot of these pages that are just influencers slash amateur bodybuilders. And yeah, it's like there's, there's one dude that I follow that he literally, I'm like, this guy is. Yeah, the times have changed so much that I'm so out of touch that I don't know what's going on or this guy's got a lot of balls because he just goes into gyms and just asks ask people that are like three times his size are they natural or not <laughs> like are they essentially are they on steroids or not and I was just like wow like I couldn't imagine the thing is like no no one that's I feel like uh, no no one that's I, I don't feel like too many people are honest about that I mean, women yeah. aren't honest about their their boobs. I feel like majority are just like, you, you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's a point where it's like, yeah, these are natural. It's like, uh, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's so like I don't, I don't understand why why a dude who's on steroids is gonna be like, yeah, no, I'm totally, I'm totally. Uh, well, on, some on the juice. some of the ones get interesting because it's like. I reckon some of the ones that are obviously got some sort of their their success is you know connected to their aesthetic, how they look. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, I'm on fucking, I'm on you know um, testosterone replacement and I'm on trend and and I'm doing this cycle because they're like, well, then that's going to negate my sponsorship from this fucking health food company or this you know protein supplement company that's sponsoring me to say that i take this stuff and if you you know it's it's a subtle it's it's all underneath that if you take this product you will look like me and it's like as soon as you're like yeah i'm on steroids it negates all that so there's ones there that are like they're former bodybuilders and they're just sort of still working out just to be it's a double-edged sword too because I feel like, as much as I'm shitting on this sort of stuff, if if people didn't do it, you wouldn't have, we we wouldn't have got Arnie. <laughs> you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that that's without a doubt one of the best male bodies I think we've seen this century. Yeah, classic physique. I actually really yeah. like Ronnie Coleman's body at his peak. Like, I think it was like 2005, Ronnie Coleman. Like I know. Right, it's... but also steroids. You know, yeah. Like so. Yeah. That's why it's like I think I have a lot of respect for the ones that have come out afterwards, like years later, and they're like, yeah, yeah, like, how could I have not been? Like, you don't, you don't sort of get to a Ronnie Coleman size. And sad thing is they can't admit it. Like that's yeah. that's the sad thing I think. It's, it's like it gets to a point where it's it's it at the time it's so frowned upon that they can't admit it. But if everyone mm. just admitted that that's what was going on <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah yeah and it's also the health problems and stuff that are associated with it like i actually don't think the more i've looked into it the more i like and this is like years ago when i sort of was right into training and stuff i was like you know what i actually don't have a problem with steroids or anything like that like if people are going to use it one it's their personal choice but two, it's just all like, I don't, there is all, there's obviously a way to do it where you're not going to be so physically affected by this in the long run. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have anomalies like, like Ronnie Coleman hasn't had any sort of major organ malfunctions since he's 
retired. Like, he's got massive back problems, but that was just because of the sheer weight he was fucking lifting was ungodly. Um, but, like, you know, in terms of, like, heart disease or, or you know, thyroid cancer or liver cancer or, you know, kidney damage or anything like that, he doesn't have any of that. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, you're going to have anomalies like that, but it's also, like, you know, past, what was it, like, 30 to 35 for males, like, your testosterone just starts to fucking lower. So, if you're on testosterone replacement, just on a healthy, healthy dose, you know, and then you're what you're using, you're working out as well, it's like, how, how bad could that be for you? Like, hmm. so, yeah, that's my fucking health, health food rant. Yeah. Michael, what do you think? Would you take steroids? No. <laughs> not, not my thing. I, uh, I was gonna say I don't. I don't think I've noticed you mentioning anything about lifting weights or. <laughs> no, never. Um, not, not my, not my thing. Um, it is kind of interesting talking about the whole plastic surgery thing because, I, I think it's, oddly. Uh, I guess helpful, in a way. Um, mm. if you look at people that get into like accidents and or like, you know, they get burnt up or whatever and they need plastic surgery to help right. fix it. Mm. Like the amount of strides that potentially all these fucked up people who get themselves cut up for the sake of looking better have done for people that actually right. need it. <laughs> yeah. Probably something interesting to think about. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a that's an interesting angle. They're on the front me. line. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're on the front line. They're they're doing it so the people that actually need it don't get worse. So what you're right. what you're saying is the Kardashians are actually heroes. They're heroes. They're yeah. heroes. <laughs> I think we just I think we just lose yeah. an ass and they need one implanted. Yeah, exactly. They can, they can think the yeah, this is like they just they just cut the middleman out. They're like you know cars nowadays have too many airbags. Let's just install them in people. Like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I, I did notice something you said, Carl, which kind of made me laugh. Yeah. In more of like a, is this where we are now as a society sort of thing? When you said, I fucked up my algorithm. I'm like, <laughs> is that where we are now? Like, uh, like, do we all have our own personal algorithm? Dude, like, we fucking... Dude, we do. But it's like it's fucking sad. I know, <laughs> but it's just like the only thing that I use is like YouTube. So I'm just yeah. but like, like how casual you were about. It. It's like yeah, fucked up my algorithm. Like you know, <laughs> you know what I think I was because I was reading a book the other day. You know, I've been I've been working on my algorithm. Been trying to get it to show me shit that I actually want to see. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I actually just say that in my regular conversations with people, I'm like, oh yeah, like every fucking six or so, six, six or so months, I'll, I'll just fuck up my algorithm by like looking <laughs> at something else, like, just to keep it on its toes. Because <laughs> oh, you know what it's God. like, did you watch one, you watch one fucking pro-Trump video, and then all of a sudden, like, all your, yeah, you're everything getting, you... Yeah, like, Hitler speeches. Yeah, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, so, you need you need the program to learn, so you got to <laughs> you got to you got to change it up every now and then. You it know? Just it's just so one... weird and interesting, though, isn't it? Like you you've kind of trained yourself to stay in your own bubble. Like you're too scared yeah. to watch something different for the fear of like being assaulted with with it constantly. So you, yeah, you, you constantly 
uh, sticking with the familiar and the known, and you're not venturing out. Well, that's that's why I fuck it up, because I'm like yeah. I don't like I th- I think that was a byproduct of being on social media is like seeing how much of an echo chamber it really is, because mm. I was like actually bro yeah. actually like had like, f- they, they, they got to keep everybody in their camps. Yeah, and I'm like because yeah. I I I watched something a couple of weeks ago where where it was talking about I, I don't know what it was it was just one of these like fucking stupid YouTubers just questioning strangers on the street like about like serious political issues and you could just see like things going off the rails but um like it was I forget I forget the exact circumstance it was I think it was about racism or something in America or something stupid um and I was just sort of like what the person said was very middle of the road and I was like yeah I'm like, yeah, I, I sort of agree with that. And I was like, yeah, but I could imagine talking to somebody who's extreme one way or the other. Like, say, you know, just a political spectrum, spectrum either left or right. And it's like, they would they would lose their fucking mind. And I'm like, that's the problem now. Is like, you can't, you can't have your opinion. And I feel like there's no, there's no tolerance for opinions that differ from yours. Nowadays well, there's, no, there's, like, there's no tolerance for, for nuance because like you could be yeah. a, an, a quote-unquote ally to people on the left but not agree with everything they say yes but then and, and the second you're like oh i don't quite agree with that then suddenly you're the monster yeah yeah well it's, it's, it's so, like, like i was yeah i was talking to somebody the other, the other week and i was just sort of like like i used a, abortion just because i was like that seems to be the fucking topic nowadays the women's reproductive rights and i'm like look i'm 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 pro-choice i it's i i can't create a baby so (laughs) it's like yeah you fucking you make the decision i feel like there should be an opinion from the other person like the father trying like helping out in here depending on what it on the situation, but regardless, it's the it's the woman's choice. And yeah, I, was like, I mean, it, like a discussion should happen, but yeah. ultimately it comes down to her. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, okay, but I go, I can also listen to an opinion where somebody's like, I don't believe in abortion because X, Y, and Z. Like, I you know, at the moment of conception, it's a life, and blah blah blah. And if they're like, they're not trying to change, they're not trying to put in any legislation, they're not trying to force that belief onto other people. They're like for myself. I yeah, don't like, believe like it. Like anything, really. Yeah, and it's if, just sort of like, a, yeah. If you have a, a view and you're not trying to impose that on people, go for it. Yeah, and I feel like that's lost nowadays. Because I'm just like, I can respect that. I can be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I can have a Muslim friend, and they're like, I don't eat bacon, but I'm happy to go out with you, and we go out to a restaurant, and you order a fucking rack of pork ribs. Go ham, dude. Like. So yeah, this is. Right I, I feel like I feel like I've probably talked about this before. Like so, become, coming from a heavily religious background, the problem is, is that uh, I feel like a lot of religion, in, like, puts it upon the invidu- individual to be accountable for people that don't believe the same things. So mm. if you can't convince them, then it's on you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so, that there lies the problem. That does with... that does seem a very sort of Christian thing, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, where it's 
you Christian, know. yeah, and then Catholics just guilt you to death. But yeah, but there is there is a lot of guilt involved in Christianity as well. Yeah, but the the whole the whole accountability thing is, from my experience, was like really full on. Yeah, yeah, because they do they do put a thing. It's like yeah, if you can't convert this person, then it's your problem, basically. Like essentially right like that's it like it's like it's their duty it basically got to a point where i i would question whether or not i was going to be held responsible for that that um interaction (laughs) on the day of judgment you know what i mean like i would seriously think about like like because i didn't tell this person something or try and you know it's it's so it's it's really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's just really bad. Yeah. But that's, that's yeah. like yeah, just like what I was like, you know, what I was saying, I really do feel like there's no more. I guess like and I don't if you're looking for patience in a middle ground on on the internet, you're never going to find it. Like you you would have to go into so many dark corners to find I think any sort of nuance like that. Like it it'd be hard to find it when you do find right. it. Like for me, looking looking at things and then just stepping out of that bubble and realizing what's actually really important. It's just like oh wow. yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> dude. That's it's like I've never. This is gonna sound so fucked up to say, but like I don't know if you've been keeping up with like the Russia Ukraine sort of no. conflict at the moment but um oh, no. but look let's just say the fucking <laughs> the n-word was thrown around a bit and when i say n-word i mean nuclear <laughs> like and and it that really that i remember the day i Nuclear read with a hard R, right? yeah with a hard R, yeah <laughs> and and it was just like I read, I read something where Putin was basically saying, like, he he's 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 comfortable with going nuclear. I can't forget the exact wording, but it was that was yeah, the. Yeah, I remember. And seeing, I was, I remember vaguely seeing something about that. Yeah, and I was just sort of like, everything else just did not matter anymore. Like any other anxieties I had, like you know, even just in my own personal life, like you know, what the fuck, what am I going to do for a career and, and, and all this, it all melted away because I was just sort of like, I can't believe that I'm living in a time where I I could be living through a, a nuclear, modern nuclear war. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's, uh, it's terrifying. And I was like, <laughs> I was like it really put it into perspective. And I was like, yeah, that... That I think there's there's so so many people now, especially like I guess just through a you know once again through a echo chamber of the West of Western culture is like there are so many things that are wrong with Western culture and it's like travel, dude, tra- travel a bit, get a little bit of perspective because there's a lot of things that are right with Western culture as well. Like your your hang-ups about racism or, or things like that. It's like look. Granted, they they may exist, but in the br- grand scheme of things, it's like you're free to do a lot of things. You're free to d- free to do a hell of a lot. Of, there's nothing that is stopping you from doing things because of your race. And it's like if it is, it's pointed out very fucking quickly. And it's like 
at the same time, we got halfway across the world a, a leader of the second most powerful nation in the world talking about nuclear weaponry and his his unwavering hesitation to use it. It's like that. I don't know, it just fucking grounded me. <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, Do you have an ignorant part of you at all that is just like, <laughs> this is going to be terrible to say, yeah, but say there's, yeah, there's man, it's part... called the apology tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's part of me that's just like, well, I'm in Australia. What the fuck are they going to nuke me for? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're so yeah. far out of the way down here that it's just like, I happen to be lucky enough to be here. So I, I'm kind of not worried. Yeah, I, I have had the thought of like if 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 it does come to nuclear war, that like it's mutually assured destruction and they all fuck each other up. But like Australia becomes the last sort of bastion <laughs> of civilization in the world. Yeah, and I'm well, like, if that happens, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm fucking. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to. That. I think. I think we are so far away that it's like. I'm getting a water. I'm gonna start feeding some koalas. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking start. I'm moving to the desert. <laughs> I'll just be like, reconnect with my roots, and just live off. I can of the just fucking imagine weed. fucking Tony Abbott standing on the coast, seeing like an infinite amount of boats coming. Yeah. Fuck it. I think I think it's... we're pretty safe in Australia. <laughs> I hope we're pretty safe in Australia anyway. Yeah, I mean, if anywhere gets hit, it'll be here. So, if anywhere gets hit, it'll be here, like Sydney. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, I think I think it would be like, but from a strategic point of view, I reckon it probably it might be Darwin, just because I know there's a. There's a, an American and Australian sort of base there, and I think that's where they can. I think that that's where they can launch. I know they've launched rockets from there. For they launched a rocket that basically launched a satellite for a moon mission, the Artemis moon mission coming up. So it might be there. Who knows? Might be more strategic <laughs> rather than like let's yeah. kill as many people as we can. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Did you say Artemis? Yeah, Artemis 1. Yeah, Project Artemis, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's actually a, a moon mission? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's the... Because the... there's a book. There's a book, oh, yeah, called... book called Artemis, yeah. Yeah. yeah Artemis. No, it's the, about, yeah, it's the about, next, uh, next moon mission. A, a moon colony. Yeah. I, they, yeah. they, they've actually rescheduled the launch. The last launch was it's supposed a, to be, like, a... three different dates. It's a good book, by the way. Yeah, you let me <laughs> borrow it, and I, I actually still have it. Yeah, I've still got yours, don't worry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Ernest Klein wrote a book called Artemis as well. Think I can't of, remember who the author of that that one I let you that was, was Marsh. Peter Weir. Oh, give me a sec, I'll find it. Wasn't it Peter Weir? I'm not sure. Nah, but didn't he do Didn't he do The Martian? He did The Martian. Was it, it was a good read. I know that much. I'm pretty sure it was it was Weir that did Artemis. Because you said it was heavy on the science, wasn't it? It was like hard um, science. Yeah, you're right. It was Peter Wee. Yeah, there you go. I'm not mm. that drunk. 
<laughs> you're, you're not Dave drunk. Yeah. Well, fucking speak it. Speak, you know, I'm, I'm not, not Dave drunk. <clears throat> Unless there was anything else you still wanted to talk about, but that was my um sort of thoughts of the week that I had. Great epiphanies. I had a little... uh. Let, let me preface this by saying I fucking hate school holidays. Oh, I, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a father... Are you saying of. are you saying that as a retail worker or Yes, very much yeah. so. Yeah. Like, okay. like okay. as a retail worker who who uh works around video games. Holy shit, man. Like kids are fucked. Yeah. But um not just kids, but like fucking people in general. Like the the big thing in the video game world, right, is like the the PlayStation 5. It's super high demand, no one can get it scalpers blah 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 all this bullshit uh supply has actually gotten better so we're getting them in fairly regularly so we can sell them but it's still like they come in people find out and they just go um but (laughs) i had this kid come in and he's like um had to be like 12 13 years old or something and he's like i want to buy one i'm like okay cool um did you want to grab like any accessories or any games stuff like that you know instead of just staring at the fucking thing you might want to play it <laughs> yeah he's like no nah, i just want the console i'm like fuck all right so gave it to him he fucks off and in my head i'm like he and this is a problem i have with like a lot of people in general because like i work in a tech company essentially most people don't appreciate the technology that they're buying yeah oh fucking a like um, even even with stuff like phones, you know, like, mm. why why are you buying this two thousand dollar phone? It's like so I can take photos. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's just insane. Like these people go out and spend all this money just so they can have it, yeah. and so they can tell other people that they have it. And that was what that kid was. He was like, I'm buying this seven hundred dollar piece of hardware, not so I can actually sit there and enjoy it, but so I can tell all my friends that I have one. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck are your priorities, dude? It's a status symbol. Like, like holy shit. And, like, I, I live in an area, too, where, like, these people buy these fucking things to to play the next Call of Duty or FIFA, which are the same fucking games that come out every year with no real changes to them. I they're, they're just these cash cow fucking money-grabbing yeah. products where I'm like, you know, I, I have... I have every modern console. I have a gaming computer. I like I'm fucking all over it, right? And on on my PlayStation, like the big highlight for me was like uh, Ratchet and Clank, like the new one. And I I try to get people to buy it because it's actually a legitimately fantastic game. It's a beautiful, wonderful experience, and it actually shows off the the capabilities of the technology as well. But most people are just like, no, just give me this fucking two-year-old game that lets me shoot dickheads in the face with a brown and gray background yeah <laughs> so I'm like, it's just fucking i don't know that's been grinding my gears yeah lately and it's just fucking frustrating nah dude i i i fucking get that 100 percent because i'm like i i don't understand like i tried to get um i got nba 2k 2020 i think um, like a year after it came out, like 2020, I'm coming out. So I was like already 
behind the ball anyway. And I was like, well, let's just get it. Because the last, I think, NBA game I played was like NBA Jam on Sega. Mm. So, See, that's fine, right? Like, you, you buy 2K20, year after it came out, but the last one you played was like fucking 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, you're, you're obviously going to feel... Uh, oh shit! They've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I was just, but I'm like, I didn't get any of that. Like from downtown, you know what I mean? And yeah. there was no yeah. like fire effects when you're going in for a fucking layup oh, and stuff. Uh, is that the one where it's like puts up a brick? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's the last one I played. Yeah, that's more than ten years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's like yeah. the nineties. Holy shit! Yeah, and it's yeah, like holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> from downtown. Yeah, like, I was just, that, that's that, all that I used to do. Until yeah. you said that. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> the, cause that was all. I, that was my game. Like, yeah, I'd play my sister, and I'd just be like, brick. "Yeah, I was so fucking, I was so young that I couldn't, I couldn't compete with her. Dude, so I was, every time I got the ball, I just fucking shoot." Like, <laughs> that's early nineties, isn't it? Yeah, something yeah, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I was being generous. Fuck. Yeah. Holy fuck. But yeah, like people. Wow, you, so you just unlocked <laughs> Dave, uh, yeah. a memory. A memory. This is the fucking head. secret the, level the, in Dave. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus All Christ. All right, I'll be right back. I need to dwell on this for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go down memory lane. Holy Dave's shit. Dave's going to start watching YouTube like NBA Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Try like... and invent time travel to get back there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can buy the arcade, the arcade machine now, like yeah, of NBA yeah. Jam. Yeah. Nah, I I don't care about it that much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I I bought that because I was like, yeah, let's let's see, and I'm like, yo, maybe this will scratch my basketball itch, like because mm. I can't get out and play as much as I used to. So I bought it, and dude, I got bored of it after about 20 minutes, and I was just mm. sort of like. Yeah, I've had enough. Like, I, yeah, I, like, I can, I you can get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I played online. Um, I picked it up again, like a little bit after. I played, tried to play online, and I was, you know, obviously wasn't any good. But I was like, but even so, even if I was good at it, I'm like, this would get boring real quick. Like, mm. I think that's what nostalgia does, though, right? Like, because I hate to say it, I've bought that Street Fighter arcade machine. <laughs> I played it nonstop for three weeks. Yeah, I haven't touched it since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you probably, yeah, dude, you won't touch it again for I reckon years. Like, I won't touch it again until someone comes around and I want to show yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, look what I got. Yeah, <laughs> like, can you play? I'm like, can I play? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, no, I forget what to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the time I come around, it'll be like Dave's picked it up for the first time again. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like, all right, we're on man. the same level now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah it's you're right like i i don't like that like why get those fucking games other than like especially when the day that they release because i remember when it was like the day fifa re- release would always be a big day yeah, it's and huge it's, massive yeah and it's like and it's been the same game for like fucking 12 years yeah it's just like how come you all can't get together and just be like yeah we're never buying another fifa game again you have hit mm. the peak like that's it. We're not doing it, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I it feels don't like understand. All they're, it. all they're developing is the graphic. The gameplay isn't yeah. that much better. Yeah. But it's, it's fucking wild that. <clears throat> yeah. You know, everything you were telling me about, like, how old, you, how old did you say this kid was? Like twelve or thirteen? Yeah, twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Twelve or thirteen, buying a six, six to seven hundred dollar console in right. Liverpool, 
on his own, mm-hmm. and at least I'm like, I I would have got the shit kicked out of me for that console if I walked out. Like, I, dude, I, I reckon I would have gotten two feet right. out of JB Hi-Fi and and then gotten jumped for it. Like, anytime, anytime I got anything over, like, $50, which was, like, an extremely fucking rare occasion, my my parents were right there beside me. And even that, mm. even then, that wasn't a guarantee. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they would get fucking jumped as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, like, that's how much times have changed. And I think about how many people are in fucking Liverpool as well. You'd feel all right if you had someone like John next to you. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, yeah, remember, no one's going to I remember God. taking uh, uh, my classical guitar to school, and I was coming home on the train to Liverpool, <laughs> and and there were these dudes that were, like, going through the carriages, and, like, they stopped, right? Like, they saw the guitar, they stopped, they were like, take it out, and so, you know, like, they, they, <laughs> so they, they, were, they were older kids. Like, no, 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 the guitar, the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> They were like they were like older kids, right? Like so, they were they were much older, and and I was scared. <laughs> I was like, so and this guy just starts playing this thing. This thing is my pride and joy, and yeah. he's like strumming it like it's a fucking like he's not taking care with it. Oh, so, like he's not he's not good. He's just oh no, he doesn't know how to play. He's been a dickhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's like starting to sing, like and carry on, and just been, and he's like dancing around the train carriage with it and i'm like don't fucking hit anything with it like yeah don't like this is an expensive thing that you're like doing this with right now and then he kept going on and 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 all that and anyway the the guy that it was with eventually just took it off him and he gave it back to me he's like i'm really sorry like (laughs) at least there was one that was a date one yeah right like i think i think he understood yeah, the, probably the saw the fucking fear in your eyes. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, there you go, and he like coaxed his friend out of the carriage. Yeah, and I, but it was like moments like that where I thought, yeah, like this is if he was by himself, and it was just m- m- like me and my two friends who were who were babies compared to this guy. Yeah, like that, I probably would have lost that guitar. Yeah. He would have got off on his stop with it in his hands and just, like, walked out. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I just got a guitar for free. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how that fucking, that's how that area used to be. Like. Yeah. You you had, like, look, I'm sure that, I'm sure, you know, fucking, you go anywhere, there's, there's dickheads everywhere, but, like, yeah, it's just, any time you had, look, the southwest suburbs were so low on the socio-economic scale that it breeds a certain certain part of like you you wouldn't you wouldn't flash that you've got something expensive. Like, did I still I fucking I remember my I had a I bought a twenty dollar fucking Billabong beanie that I loved to death. I had it for two weeks until one of the one of the older kids that was like he went to juvie a few times. He saw me at the park. And he was like, I like that beanie. And that was the last time I saw it. <laughs> I was just sort of like, I fucking handed it over. Because I'm like, I don't, I love this beanie. Also, I don't want to get my fucking ass kicked. Here you go. Mm. Just take it. Like, and, and it's just like, that's just the, that's, that's how the fucking cookie crumbled. <laughs> like, back then. So it's, it's just wild. Like, it's wild to me to think that 13, 13 year olds are walking around with, 
you know, six yeah. seven hundred dollar consoles, and 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 no one's fucking with them. I I think it's a good thing, but I also think it's yeah. a fucking it's wild just a thing. Mind boggling. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's that's not my world. That isn't the world that I grew up in. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there, dude. Fuck kids. Not like, like a priest or not, anything, like yeah, yeah, yeah. not literally, <laughs> just, just not, metaphorically. Not fuck kids like priests do, <laughs> yeah. just fuck kids figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, God. that reminds me of a joke I heard today. I think it was like, um, don't forget to watch wash all your sex toys. That's why priests invented baptism. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. You know, those those fucking things you just don't want to laugh at. Like, <laughs> fuck me. I'll laugh at it, I don't give a shit. I don't even know how to segue out of that, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of kids, <laughs> fuck. Speaking of washing jizz off of kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, the, you sorry, can't say that. Yeah, yeah, we can't. I'm just gonna. It's just gonna be. Oh, wait, speaking wait, of speaking speaking of no, yeah, speaking of ham fists. No, we no, didn't... go on. Speaking yeah. of chasing your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so just just on that, have you seen the ridiculousness of like I saw something. I part of me wants to look into it, and a part of me doesn't. Um, like. I think it's Twitter have banned the word groomer, apparently. <laughs> it's just sort of like, I want to know I'm, why. I'm Googling this because I haven't heard about this. Yeah, and I was Banned just, the word what? Groomer. Like, as in G-R-O-O-M. like... G-R-O-O-M? Yeah, and I'm like, like, isn't that, you would think, like... Like, it's just sort of a ridiculous thing to sort of... Because if somebody's accusing somebody else of being a groomer, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't even... I just think, like, uh, I just think banning said... any words is a, no, it's a terrible path. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Censoring anything. An article back in July says Twitter has said that it has banned the use of the word groomer when directed at trans and non-binary people as an anti-LGBTQ slur. Oh, okay. So are they saying, like, because maybe people in the LGBTQ community are, like, grooming young underage people? No, I think, um like bigots just basically um calling those people groomers just to sort of insult them oh okay like 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 back in the old days when like you know your fucking grandma would call a gay guy like a deviant sort of thing oh okay like that sort of thing so yeah. here's, my, here's my problem with banning that shit right like so i feel like you should deal with it based on context so yeah. I mean, I mean, what if there actually just, is a groomer that happens yeah, to be? Yeah, yeah. You can't group, just yeah. blanket grooms. Uh, uh, blank, but you can't <laughs> blank, just blanket groom. Blank <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm trying, guys. It just work. <laughs> Dave with the fucking scientific methods. <laughs> uh, you guys found me out. Oh shit! 
<laughs> I'm so glad we changed the fucking title of this podcast. Like, <laughs> <gonna> just... <laughs> but you can't just blanket ban shit like that. I, f- I don't know. I'm I anyone yeah. anyone that knows me knows I'm a massive believer in context. I just I just feel like you can't you can't get upset at a lot of things either because of context. Like the whole freedom of speech and all the rest of that sort of shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I just, yeah, but it's like context I think, is such a massive part of any conversation. I think I think this is, this is where it's like online it gets lost though because it's text. Hundred you know I mean? percent. No, no, I, I, I do I get that. Like I'm just I'm look I'm with you. I'm I, but I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm like no 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 I yeah. I get it but I, I feel like I feel like you've got to deal with it uh, on a on a um, it's it's got to be a, a case by case. Yeah, thing, it's, it, look, it is it is a contextual s- sort of a thing. Look, I I'm sort of the more I've the more I sort of look into these things, and the more I get my own mental health in in order, the more I I'm starting to be like going back to what I I feel like I was sort of philosophically and politically, where it's like an, an individualist, like a, a libertarian, where I'm like should have the freedom to do the things that you want to do as long as they're not going to harm anybody else. But as long like, as you're not blanket grooming. I, yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> 100% agree. But I'm like, I, I don't know, I think banning... I'm, I think banning a word is a little bit sort of... like, far. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, you're banning it because bigots are, like, throwing it at LGBTQ people, it's like, okay, well then... Are you going to start banning other words that other sort of communities don't like? Like how, where, where, where does where this, does it end? yeah, where does this end? And yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's that's why that's why I'm like, well, it doesn't it's it a, sort of it's just a gets slippery slope. It's like somebody calling your fucking name on the internet. It's just sort of like, yeah, okay, call them one back, like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, that's that's simplifying it a lot. I know there's a lot more nuance to it, but it's yeah, it's it just seems a strange thing to to ban. <laughs> yeah, it makes me wonder if I can like rally all the redheads of the world to ban the word ginger. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> I'm I probably really fucking could. Oh, yeah. Ranger, yeah, probably yeah. Ranger. I'll, I'll just find another slur to use, Michael. Like, yeah, yeah. Soulless. Fuck with. Rusty. Oh, <laughs> Fuck <soulless>. with. <laughs> Hell, where? Fuck uh, stick. Fuck stick. <laughs> Fan of pants. Um. <laughs> yeah, speaking. We're supposed. We're supposed to actually watch the Outsiders. Oh, are we gonna have to apologise for this? Yes. Yeah, you fucking are. Because yeah. I've got it. Like, I've got it, and you two fucking lagged behind, so... Hey, it's not like we didn't try. Well, I fucking watched it, and that's what I'm going to talk about tonight. So, you can talk about... What... No, I didn't, uh, I didn't actually gonna... watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh, to disconnect then. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah, so we, instead of watching uh, The Outsiders, we, wa- we actually watched um, 1997's uh, Contact. With Contact. Jo- Contact. With um, Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey, James Woods. I'll just read the synopsis for people. How could you forget Jake Busey? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck, yeah, such a small role. Um, Who was yeah. it? 
Jake Busey, Jake Busey. Gary Busey's son. Um, or yeah, Spawn, Busey. I guess. B-U-S-E-Y. Yeah, um, So the synopsis for Contact. Uh, Dr. Ellie Arroway, oh. after years of searching, finds conclusive radio pu- proof... <laughs> Oh, fuck. Radio proof of extraterrestrial <laughs> intelligence sending fuck plans for up. a mysterious machine. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I, I only picked this simply for two reasons. I'm, I'm reading the book at the moment. I'm, I'm down to sort of the last several chapters. And, Michael, you said when we were away at Kuna, you actually haven't seen it. And I was a, no, little, I bit, I was a little bit... I thought I had. Yeah, when I was like very young, but apparently the movie I did watch was um, Sphere, the Ar- the Arrival, the Arrival, yes, uh, which wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah, that's I I was I that's what I'm most re- interested in is so Michael fucking take it away. <laughs> uh, it was a Robert Zemeckis film, like yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it definitely was. Like, that fucking music kind of gave it away. Yeah, Alan Silvestri. Um, fucking, yeah. of course. Um, no, I liked it. It was it was pretty good. Um, I, I kind of had issues with the, the end, I guess. Like, not the end end, but, like, kind of before it. But, what uh, what I guess were I'll, they? What were the issues? I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Um, the, the, the people in there that I was like, oh, fuck, I know this person. Um, like fucking Jake Busey and James Woods. I'm like, can't remember the last time I saw those guys. Hmm. Um, I feel like this was <laughs> like seeing Matthew McConaughey in this. I'm like, I, I kind of it's almost like a prequel to Interstellar. <laughs> I thought that too. Um, but um, yeah, no, everyone was good in it too. Um, it was Angela Bassett as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Cond- yeah, she was like, supposed to be me. like a Condoleezza Rice, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of miss '90s movies. I was watching this movie. Mm. And I'm like, I, I miss '90s movies. Oh, like they just had this feel about them. They had like a lot of uh, just heart and feel. Yeah. Uh, put into them, and this one did as well. Um, I did like the like her story, like uh, Ellie's story. Is it Ellie? Yeah. Yeah. Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like why she was doing what she was doing and all that sort of stuff and I I felt I almost turned the movie off. Oh wow. When um when when Drumlin started taking all the credit for her work, I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah like, I almost just wanted to turn the movie off. I was like, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> too real. Too real. Like <laughs> uh, to the to the point where he got to go. I like yeah. at that point. I was just yeah. I'm just like oh, I want to yeah. kill someone. It's like he he went out of his way to fuck her over at every chance he got. Like there's a difference between. Like, sort of taking the credit for your own sort of glory and doing what he did. Like, he, yeah. it, it almost felt like he had a personal vendetta against her, and I couldn't think of why he would. But the the, the best one I could come with come up with is that he was kind of jealous that she actually discovered the, the signal. Yeah. Um, after berating her for, for a, what I can assume is years of, like, this is a useless endeavor, you'll never get anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then to suddenly be like, oh, fuck, she found something. Yeah. Like, she I, did gu- I guess jealousy would be the right word to use. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just doing what he did. I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my one issue with the end was um, the the hearing that she went to. 
after mm. coming back from uh, wherever she was. Uh, and I, I was watching it, and, like, when uh, James Woods' character basically put her on the spot, saying, you know, um, why do you expect us to believe you? It made her... Um, how do I how do I word this? It put her in the shoes of a religious person. Like mm. it it was the equivalent of saying to like an atheist saying to a, a religious person, uh, "Prove to me God exists," and then they answer with like, "I can't. You just have to believe that He does." Yeah, mm. there was undertones of that. Though, yeah, right. But like, yeah. don't don't you think don't film. you think that was the point though? Like, yeah, it was like uh, like. It, it, I just, I didn't like it, my, like, personally, myself. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it was bad. Uh, it was, it worked for the movie, but for me, I'm just like, it just felt wrong to me, I guess. Like, yeah. it, it would have, for me, personally, I would have been like, she went there, she came back with proof and was like, fucking just slams it on the table, flops a dick out and says, suck <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> But but instead, yeah, like, I, and I get the whole thing of like, you know, it puts her in the in the shoes of that sort of person where she can, she finally sees where um, I forgot his fucking name, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, ah, yeah, Palmer yeah. Palm, Joss. Yeah, yeah, like where Palmer's character comes from, and she she finally sort mm. of understands why he did what he did, and like that mm. was cool. Yeah, but like, I, I, it's just like to me, I'm just like, yeah, I would have just liked a little fuck you moment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, but overall, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. No, that's yeah. That that's that's a. That, I think that's a valid criticism. Like, I I actually actually really. I fucking love it. Like, I I love that they did that. Like, you have at that end part where it is sort of like, especially where you have you know Palmer Joss sort of sitting in the hearing as well and and sort of looking mm. on. But then he he has that moment of when of like holy shit. Like, yeah, like he it penny drops for him where it's like. Mm. Yeah, she's gone through something, and uh, like I felt like, especially with both you know Foster's performance and Matthew McConaughey as well, both the realization in both of them at that exact moment of being yeah. like, oh, like it was just I feel like it was great acting because it was done all. I, th- I think through that's their what face. I didn't. I think that's what rubbed me the wrong way. I think like she she got put in this defensive position where she had to be like, I can't prove this, but it did happen. Mm you just have to have faith in the fact that like I, I did this right. Or like I went there Yeah, and they didn't, uh, it wasn't enough for them. Yeah. Yet these fuckwits can walk around going, praise God, praise Jesus all fucking day long. And it's like not even second guessed. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah. But it's like, it's funny. Cause it's like where it's the, like I love it for those reasons, but you don't like it for those reasons, and it's just it's it's. Oh, it's not that I didn't like it. Like it just like it it stirred up that emotion in me. I guess like well, yeah. I was just sort of like, I hate that hypocrisy. Oh I yeah, to. yeah. I, I got that when I she was in the yeah. room, and and he comes to the room, and she's like, I told the truth in there, and he told you everything you, you wanted to yeah. hear. Yeah. Uh, that I actually started blubbering a little bit. Yeah, actually, <laughs> that's like... that's a good. I, who who's whose side of the argument that moment exactly? If you if you had to stand on the side of a room with one of them, which one you would you be standing Her. with? Her, 
Michael? Her, 100%. I'm... In, in, in that moment, in the in the room? Yeah. Oh, her, for sure. See, I, I, I found myself standing with McConaughey. Because like, yeah. it, yeah. it was his explanation that, that convinced me. I wouldn't have given him the chance. Like, yeah. So I, I put myself in that moment, and when she opened the door... I thought so. I've seen you know, you're so you know, it's so fucked though. It's like when I just sorry, Dave, cut you off. It's just like that's I think about. I'm like, I out of the three of us, I think I'm the least religious, but I'm I'm standing with the the essential the essentially religious the religious guy. guy. <laughs> like, it's so fuck it, it's yeah. just so weird. But yeah, yeah, sorry to cut you off, Dave. You said <laughs> no, you said you said you've <laughs> seen you've said you've seen this movie several times. I, I think so. I've seen it, I think I saw it when it came out. Um. I've, I'll, 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 also too, I'll let I'll let you finish your your thoughts on it. But oh, it no, no, just... I'll go. Yeah, well, let's hear let's hear your just, thoughts. Wait, on hold it. on. Yeah, yeah does that no, mean no, no, you, hey. you, do you have like two different perspectives of this movie then, or like multiple? Because like when you first saw it, you would have been very much a religious person, right? Oh, that's a good. Well, point. I yeah. didn't appreciate it because uh, because I I was expecting. So something that I that I understand about this movie now is is the journey is phenomenal. Hmm. Right, like so, the storytell the it's the the lead up to the point to the to the orgasm of the movie, <laughs> right? Like it's <laughs> the it's it's that whole storytelling that I appreciate so much more now watching it now. Um, that I didn't get because when I initially watched this movie, I wanted a movie with aliens and spaceships and yeah, I, yeah, you got a movie like, about philosophy. Is, this is what this is what contact is. It's about contact, and I want the fucking aliens. I didn't get to see aliens. It's like, it's like so naming I, a film. It's like naming a movie Penetration, and all you see is foreplay. It's like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's funny. I feel like a lot of people uh, walked out of Arrival feeling like that. Yeah, yeah I think that was that's, one of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. We could, let's let's let's. I can feel that rabbit hole very close. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not forty. On so, that. as someone who's forgotten a lot about this movie, multiple. So, I've I've seen I've seen it. Uh, that time, I think I watched it again when Carl. I think when um, when you left your DVD here and I watched it. Yeah. It's amazing how much I I forgot about this movie, but that point where. He came, after the hearing, he came to her room and she opened the door. I for sure thought she was going to close the door. Yeah. And she, she left it open and she let him in. And I know it's a movie, but that is such a great character play. Yeah. I just thought... Yeah, like, she walks away. It's me. a choice. Like, leaving that... As, as scientifically minded as she... Look, well, you know what? You can make the argument. But she just is giving so him incredibly... the opportunity. Yeah. Like, giving him the chance to... Explain. To explain himself. Like, anyone who is angry and as pissed off as she was has every right to close the door. Yeah. But yeah, that, that threw me as well. Like, when she left it open and walked away, I'm like, oh, wow, she did that. Yeah. yeah. It was such a wow moment. It was like, wow. Mm. Like... Holy crap! Like she is a better person than than most people right now. I'm imagining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So anyway, yeah, it was just that point. I was just like, wow, that that, so, that moment. I don't really know. Did, sorry. Me. Did you answer, Michael? 
ask a good question where it's like, did you have a different opinion of it watching it when you were sort of really in the sort of I don't, I don't, no, I don't know. no, What's no, no. I think I did right answer. I, I think it was because I was I was too carried away with the fact that I couldn't see aliens. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, you, yeah, the religious subtext sort of part. I didn't like. care yeah. about anything else. I was just like, yeah. what? A two-hour movie, and I didn't see any aliens. <laughs> Not one fucking alien. <laughs> yeah, it's called so contact. What, so what? What did you? What did you think about it? Watching it again because you said you've you've forgotten a lot of it. So. Oh, I I love this movie. Yeah. The the journey was absolutely fantastic. I think as a more mature person I, I can really appreciate the storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. And and the 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 layers like it it was it's really, really, really good storytelling. Like I think the the whole um the message and the layers in the messages and the way it all unfolded the the annoying boss that marshman so so vividly pointed out that you just hated his guts to the point where he wanted to stop watching like (laughs) (laughs) it it takes you on board it's a it's a really good ride yeah it's um it's it's funny because it's like the the book the book is different. It makes a lot of... It makes... The movie makes a lot of changes, but the under... The undercurrent, the uh, theme, is rock solid. And it's there. It's the exact same as the book. And it's like... I... Like, for instance, like, she... she in the book, the machine that they build is for, I think, five people, not one. And, oh right! And they actually have to have a, yeah, a global. They say it in the movie a, a consortium of message consortium board, and they basically divvy it up. And it's and it's also set where, um, sort of re- when the Soviet Union, the USSR, is still, is still it hasn't fallen yet. So I think it's in the eighties, and it's so you still have that that sort of nuclear conflict between the Soviet Union and the United States and and when they get the message it's sort of like it's there throughout the film um are so there throughout the book who is the rich dude is he still in Haddon. the book? yeah he is but Haddon? in the yeah in the book he's a lot it's he's a lot more not a lot more prevalent he i just feel like he's got more depth in the book Obviously, it's right. the book, but like in the book, he's he's actually he's sort of like a Elon Musk type, where he's just this really at the cutting edge of fucking technology advancements and just uber uber wealthy, like stupidly wealthy. And he he basically created an island where it's just sort of like Pleasure Island, where it's just bohemian like, but with technology as well. So you go there and people are just like, you know, there's fucking, it's, I think they, they almost describe it where it's just like, it's just a non-stop orgy of pleasure, like yeah. any sort of pleasure that you like, um, which is really cool. And then he, he in the book too, he, he does have cancer, but he, he ends up with a sort of global consortium of fucking uh, billionaires, builds a, uh, a space station slash hotel, um, for zero G, so they go into depth about sort of medical technology and stuff like that too. And and he does have cancer, and it, it slows down the rate 
um, of cancer of cells breaking down. So right. they're like they're does, basically does he die in the book. Uh, not yet. I like so I'm up to the part three. So it's like there's only like four oh, chapters okay, left. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. But yeah, he's he's basically in that space station and with all these other people like there's a there's like a fucking yakuza boss up there and other tech billionaires and stuff like that and a former former russian leader and stuff like that and they're basically they give you the sense it's like they could they could live for another hundred years up there easily like that's how that's how much it slows down their aging in space zero g so i was like oh that's cool um yeah, like they take, but like all those elements are still here in it. Um, and I fucking, dude, I, I I got I got blubbery right at the start when um you saw her with her father and and he's just sort of like like seeing that that relationship and because look I am reading the book, but I also do re- like it's one of my favorite films. I do remember it, so I know where it's headed, and I'm like just watching those small things again where it's like right at that that scene where where she's talking to him about the radio telescope when she was young and she's like you know oh no and she's sort of trying to see how far she can go and he comes in and he's just like small moves ellie like that and then that becomes sort of a recurring thing that that comes back at the end as well it's just like fuck it's just so yeah and it's it's, it's something like the last thing he says yeah when she leaves. but it's something it's like she she wants to go back yeah. she wants more and and the dude the the entity i guess is like small moves yeah and it's just but it's like it's one of because i've seen this done in other films where they're like they'll bring back a piece of dialogue but it seems disconnected from the theme and i'm like this wasn't this was connected so intrinsically to it that i'm like it's hard to disconnect it and it's like it's also right. you're seeing her father there even though you know it's not her father same with her as well and it's like the the acting in it as well and like she hugs him and 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 he like kisses her on the cheek and on the forehead and you can see the the sort of pain in her eyes and then it was like even going even further is like remember at the start when um you saw the flashback of when her father died and they were supposed to watch that media shower but mm. then at that point, when she's talking to the alien too, like they look up and those medias are coming coming across and he's standing there with her. And I was like, that's that media shower that they didn't get to witness together. Now they get to witness it together. And I was like... So I thought that was a hell. bunch of other civilizations leaving. Oh, I, th- I just thought it was shooting stars or whatever. Like, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be right, I'll be right back. Oh, is that your yeah, doorbell? Doorbell, very bad. That's all right. Ooh. Um, I actually didn't recognize John Hurt for a while. Yeah, well, was that bold? Him being yeah. bold, right? Yeah. It, I'm used to seeing facial hair on his head too, uh, on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got such a distinct voice too. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what that's what gave it away. I'm like, it sounds like John Hurt. Yeah. I actually watched him in Immortals the other night as well, and I was like, oh, that's John Hurt. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like I did. I just, I got, I got so, I got so blubbery. Kind of, a, kind of an alien reunion in that movie. Cause um, cause he plays Kane in Alien. Yeah. And uh, the guy that plays um. Kent. Ellie's boss. Uh, oh. Drumlin is Tom Skerritt, who's Dallas in Alien as well. Fuck yeah! God damn. 
which is a little little tidbit, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I didn't. Little, know, I little didn't, alien reunion for a movie about aliens. I didn't. I didn't reckon. I didn't recognize Tom Skerritt. Fuck no. Oh, neither would I. Like he looks very different from fucking Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Um. There you fucking go. Those um. Yeah, they they make they make. Once again, it's just it's one of those things where it's like the book is so. They make a lot of liberties, but but it's just done in such a way where. Like I can't. I love this movie and I love the book, and. I'm glad that they changed a few things. Like, I'm, it makes sense for an adaptation. Like, in the book, she doesn't she doesn't have a, a sort of sexual relationship up to this point. She doesn't have a sexual relationship with Joss Palmer, mm. um, but they do have sort of conversations, and and they are deep, deeply philosophical and and stuff like that. And what I really love is like she she's such a She's such a strong fucking character, like, just in terms of, you, she's, she's obviously very fucking good at her job, and they portray that extremely fucking well, they do that also extremely well in the book as well, and it's like, but then, even to the point when, you know when she's talking to fucking James Wood's character, what's his name, Kits? Yeah, like Mike, Mike something. Yeah. And um, when she's talking to him, yeah, Kits, when she's talking to him, she has no patience for him because it's like she knows he's not... Like, the first thing she sees of him is that when she's explaining prime numbers to him and how they deciphered that it's an alien intelligence, and you can see it just go over his head, and she clocks that. And it's just like, okay, Mm. you're not smart enough to understand this, so... Well, not just that. She she immediately sees him as a military guy, so she's like, yeah. this guy, whatever he wants, he wants to use it as a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. And it's just every everything down the, down, like, down the ballot of being like, you're not, you're not in this for the pure scientific sort of um, curiosity, you know? Yeah. Which is yeah. what she is there for. And what she thinks, like, everyone else is there for, too. Especially her, um... Kent, like, you know, the, her... The the offsider. Fucking, what's his yeah. name? Uh, William... Blind guy. Fitchner, yeah. And and I'm like, yeah, that's... Like, that's in the book as well. Like, she has that same attitude in the book. And I'm like... To the point where it's it's a fault. Like, in the book, they go, they go a lot more political. Like, she has to... She has to deal with the... Um, president a lot more and in the president the actual the president's female as well um but i actually like what they did with clinton <laughs> like mm. they basically cut up parts of his of speeches that he's done <laughs> to make yeah. it and i was like that's pretty cool um yeah i just i couldn't help but feel too like all this talk nowadays, like like what we talked about last week, where uh, these sort of political messages around... I feel like films... There's a lot of themes in films now where they're political ideologies rather than telling a good story. And this is this is a story where it's like... It's got a female fucking lead. She's also in the STEM field. She's at the top of her field for it. She's surrounded by by both women and men that are, you know, equally at the top of their fields, but she's she's able to take lead with things, you know. And mm. the only thing that she sort of takes a backseat on, which 
it's sort of a part of the drama is is um her fucking boss who's drumlin and it's like but that's done in such a shitty way where it's like it's sort of it's it uh what what's the word it sort of um exploits her strength to make it a weakness where she she can't the only reason she wasn't picked is because she told the truth like he he says that when it's like that moment where you know um right before that test launch right before he dies and he goes to it has that fucking half-assed apology but she also has like a bit of a fuck you to him when he's like he's basically like this is how the game's played like yeah and i'm i'm sorry that it's it's unfair but this this is how it is and fuck what does she say she says something to the effect of like you know she goes it's funny i don't see it as unfair like i don't remember exactly yeah, but it was it was such a like, I, just, I, just, I remember that look on her face yeah but <laughs> she she was like kind of satisfied with herself yeah and i was like yeah that's her she's still she's still fucking fine it hasn't destroyed her character like mm. You haven't had to weaken anyone else to raise her up. She's still a fucking heavyweight like everyone else. And I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is great fucking storytelling. This is how this is how strong characters are built, you know, male or female. Yeah. And and I'm like, yeah. it's well, so I, refreshing I feel like to see. In, in regards to that whole, like, because there's obviously a, a message in the story, and you can argue whether it's political or not. Mm. Um, some say it would be but like it's not uh, the the way i sort of see it is the the story the story drives the message instead of the message driving the story yeah if you know what i mean like yeah. the it wasn't uh heavy-handed it wasn't um you, you weren't beaten over the head with uh bullshit i guess yeah. um it was just told with uh, uh, nuance and subtlety, and uh, it felt natural, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it, even even if that movie came out today, it, that like I can't imagine there would be that much of an issue with it. If you know what I mean. I don't. I, was... I, I don't. Know. Honestly, I honestly don't think a film like this could get made anymore simply because there would be too much of a political shitstorm around it where, you know, like... Because I, I, feel, I feel like the times of a protagonist not getting everything that they need and want at the end is gone. Like... Like, when I think about the end of this film, is like, she learns something about herself. She learns a fault in her strength. Mm. And and that's that, that you know, that... Un, she, she basically could could not understand faith in, in what a person having religion, believing in something that they can't tangibly see or feel existing. Like, she needed proof, and, and then... You know, she gets put into that exact position and all of a sudden it's a, oh shit, like, mm. I don't know fucking everything. She gets humbled. And yeah. I'm like, but at the same time, she also, the whole point, the whole, her whole mission statement is to fucking search for extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial intelligence. She gets all that. She doesn't get it the way that she thinks she's going to get it, but she fucking gets it. And she's the only person that gets it. And it's like, 
that. Yeah, well, like, yeah, she, she, she gets humbled, but it also, she, uh, her uh, motivation is cemented, I guess. It's, yeah. She's more, she's more driven than ever before, like, simply because they told her this is only the first step. Yeah. Of many, and she probably feels it upon herself to help the next step happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, if she gave up, she, she wouldn't still be working getting more dishes up and like helping uh helping these people you know contact them again or whatever it was she was doing she she'd be at home drinking a bottle of wine every day <laughs> yeah know? yeah and look i can't i can't help but feel i'm like if this movie was made nowadays it'd be like the only like there would be some sort of messaging in there where it's like the only reason she didn't win is because she's female and it's like, and it's either goes two ways. It's like she doesn't win because she's female, and some, you know, the <clears throat> patriarchy have kept it down, or it goes the absolute opposite way, is where she's she's triumphed over the patriarchy, and and I'm like, I don't. It's just I feel like it's so, it's so blatant in a lot of films nowadays, where I'm like, it's hard not to see that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not in every film, like. Oh yeah, look, that's I've, that's I've a been... generalization, but like yeah. I guess it's Hollywood films, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say it depends on who's making it, I guess. Yeah. But um, I was actually sort of reflecting a little earlier in the year, and I was like, I was like, I've I've had a very, very good year when it came to movies. Like yeah. I think every every time I've gone to the cinema this year, I have come out, uh, wowed or happy but very very satisfied like i've never i haven't walked out of a movie this year going yeah it was kind of shit like yeah <laughs> i've i've liked everything i've gone to see and like i've i've gotten a lot more picky um mm. uh i've also had to go out of my way a lot more to actually see some of these movies because yeah. they're not like uh fucking what was the last thing i watched yeah, uh, 3,000 like... 3, Years of Longing, I think oh, was the last I thing I watched. I to watch that, yeah. Um, I, I couldn't go to my local because it wasn't showing there. I had to go somewhere else. Like, but before that, I had to go to uh, Newtown to watch fucking something. Goddamn. I, I remember you telling me what you went to go watch, and I've forgotten it as well. It was that Dendi. Fuck! What was it? Oh, I can't remember. Um, Hatchling? Hatching? It, no, uh, Hatching I saw at the Palace Cinemas. But even then, I had to I had to go to the Palace Cinemas in Central. Like, fuck me. I've yeah. never been there before. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, that's that's good, man. Like, I, I think... But I think that's the way you need to be nowadays. Like, be very picky with what you are going to watch. Like... Yeah. Because I, I, I am doing that too. I'm doing that to, like... With what Crimes I'm... of the Future. I went and saw Crimes of the Future in Newtown. There we go. Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, it's Cronenberg's latest one. Yeah. Uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, a lot of people, uh, it's kind of divisive, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. So I, I, I'm trying to think of the last film, like new film that I watched where I was like, not blown away, but I was, I feel like my general mood to watching films nowadays is like new films is like, either shitty at it because I'm like th this messaging is all wrong 
um, and it's lazy filmmaking to the point to a barely passable. Where I'm like, mm. if I if I see something that's barely passable, I'm like, yeah, that was good. And I'm like, I hate, I hate feeling like that. Where I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to overlook so many things to to mm. be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that was yeah, that was good. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to think like uh, the things that I've the last few things that I've watched in the cinema. I haven't been all that impressed with them. Like. The only two that I can remember is Nope and um, going stretching back to Jurassic World Dominion. And Jurassic World Dominion was such a fucking waste Jeez, of time. I was like, going to say, why did you even bother? Did I look? I did. I just I love Jurassic Park. I can't. Yeah, so do I. I'm yeah. not going to go watch the new one though. Yeah, I know, man. I know, but I like. Look, dude. To be fair, I liked Jurassic World. I, I that first one I really fucking dug. I thought it was really good. The second yeah, one, I think Jurassic I, World basically cemented it for me. I was like, all right, I'm done. See you later. Yeah. See, like the <laughs> the next one after that, Fallen Kingdom, was that mm. the second one? Yeah, yeah, Fallen Kingdom. I was like, you know what? This I this was okay. Like, mm. it wasn't terrible. There were still. There were things in it that I was like, yeah, this is getting a little bit away from the dinosaur aspects of it, but all right, whatever. you need to change it up a bit. But, um, yeah. And I was, I, I honestly, I think the, the implementation of them in that second one being like, we're using dinosaurs finally for military purposes and also they're being sold on the black market. I'm like, yeah, of course that would happen. Like, mm. so yeah, go like, that was interesting. But um, that last one is just—it was just dog shit. Like, remember there was a fuck. Yeah. Last one, what? Sorry, I'm back. Ah, uh, the last Jurassic World. Do we? We're just talking about movies nowadays. Like, Michael was uh, just. Good. Michael was yeah, just. I haven't been watching any of the Jurassic's. Yeah. No, Michael was just saying how like he the the last he's had a really good year for watching films in the cinema. Like everything that he's watched in the cinema has been really good. Oh, but right on. That's pretty much because he's been picky, and I was just saying how. I'm I'm also being picky now, but with more what I'm watching at home, and like you know, just re- really taking thinking about what I'm going to watch beforehand because my general scope, my radar of, of things now when I finish watching them are either really pissed off because I'm like this is lazy filmmaking to uh, barely passable where I have to overlook so many flaws in it that I'm like yeah yeah it was alright. And I'm like, I hate, I hate thinking, hate thinking like that. I just, I sort of want to go back to the days where like watching Interstellar, like I remember walking out of Interstellar, just being like, that was an experience. <laughs> like I fucking, I, yeah. I just could not stop thinking about it. And I'm like, what, what the fuck happened to those movies where they were Hollywood, they were Hollywood films, but they're just, yeah, they, they just... There's no life left in any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, the the problem it's for me it's the same problem with Contact, right? Like I I watch these things and 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 to an extent Arrival. I walk out of these these movies out of the cinema and I'm thinking, yeah, it was an experience, but what happened at the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so so my problem is is. They're they're so good at at basing science fiction in reality 
that when I walk out at the end, I forget that they're science fiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. like, with Interstellar, the whole bookcase scene, like, threw me because mm -hmm. everything else up until that point was scientifically solid to the point where it got to that point and it's like yeah this is now science fiction which is what this fucking movie is why am i upset at this <laughs> like, <laughs> right same with arrival it, it got to yeah. a point where it was just like yeah this is this is brilliant you idiot like <laughs> like, like what are you yeah. doing but, the, but like there there are films that do that where like you don't really realize the genius of them until much later on that you're like yeah or, or in like a second viewing yeah, yeah yeah until you realize that, that it's not a fucking it's it's like it's not a documentary <laughs> <laughs> right like why why did you why did you place yeah. that fucking like emphasis on that that part of it like to the point where it destroyed your experience. Like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like th those films now, they're not made in Hollywood. They're, they're made in sort of indie film houses or, you know, the Eastern filmmaking. Like... Or just smaller studios. Yeah, smaller studios as well. Like, I... Oh, fuck, man. I'm just trying to think of the last film that I watched where I was like... Jesus Christ, like that, I, I love that, and I just loved everything about it, I, I can't, I'm really struggling here, I'll report back next week when I have a fucking real good think about it, but I'm um, getting back to contact, I'm, I'm glad, it sounds, it sounds like you liked it, Michael, which was the main thing, I guess, I knew, I knew Dave likes it, so, God, imagine I came back and said I fucking hated it. You're like you. You actually, you actually hate Jodie Foster with passion, like, <laughs> and and it was tortured for you yeah. to watch this. Every time I watch Science of the Lambs, I'm waiting for Buffalo Bill to just pull that trigger and put her out of the fucking misery. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Um, all right, well, fucking take us into the future, Michael. It's your pick. Uh, well, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I um Oh god, when did I watch this movie? I think it was I watched it uh, the week after Dave picked Hustle. Uh um, Hustle? So Dave picked Hustle? Yeah. Oh yeah, Hustle. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking I was thinking of American Hustle, my bad. Yeah, right, fair enough. <laughs> um yeah, I, I watched it like that week. Uh and I was like this this needs to be a pick at some point and Ooh. Um, after after I watched it, I was like, I almost wanted to watch it again straight away. Oh fuck! Um, I I honestly don't think you guys will like it. Um, Do it is you... a bit. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that me and Dave, Dave and I, would pick this up in our regular stream without you picking this? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's, say, it's say, very... say less. Hmm? <laughs> say less. Say less. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, it, I don't. I don't know. There was, there was something about this movie that just left me sort of in awe of it. Um, nice. And it, it felt. It's a very personal movie, I guess. Uh, but it has a, a bit of a an interesting 
premise to it as well. Like there's there's like there's something happening in the background of this movie. Uh which I it, it's I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just fucking interesting. Um it it might leave you feeling a little uh I don't know, empty or or just a little sort of <laughs> I don't want to say it because it's kind of in the title. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, re- I'll read the synopsis. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's two sisters find their already strained relationship challenged as a mysterious new planet threatens to collide with Earth. Oh, wow. Well. All right. Yeah, that's different. That, yeah. Right. Um, and the, the planet colliding with Earth is the thing happening in the background throughout this movie. Um, that's really weird. But like, right? interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, you guys don't know what it is, no. so I'll no. say it's it's uh, Melancholia. Melancholia. Yeah, it's uh, directed by Lars von Trier, who uh, oh, has hell. appeared on the on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, I really he, don't like movies? this guy. He, he directed Dancer in the Dark, which we've uh, fucking cursed and uh, dance. Mm-hmm. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, he's he's direct. He's an interesting director. Um, he's done movies like Antichrist, The House that Jack Bill, uh, The Idiots. Um, I've seen like a, a fair few of his movies. He's definitely an interesting guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I've been wanting to watch it again, just because I I just find I found it very captivating and interesting. But you'll have to be patient with it as well. Twenty twenty eleven. I've I've never heard of this. Like I look, I I I like Kirsten Dunst too. So, like as an actress. So, I'm just I'm curious as to why I haven't even heard of it. But is that? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like the biggest movie. Alexander Skarsgård, shit. John Hurt. It's got it's got two of the Skarsgårds. Oh yeah, Stellan. Stellan's in it as well, yeah. Yeah. Stellan's in a lot of Lars von Trier movies. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland's in it as well. Udo Kerr. Was, wasn't he it? Yeah, the, uh, in the remake. Oh, was he it, or was that Bill? Oh, no, it was Bill. It was Bill. Yeah. Alexander was Tarzan. Yeah, he's also uh, in The Northman. Yeah, that's right. That's, I want to watch that, too. Yeah, this is... Is this a sort of a typical Lars von Tier film as well? Whereas, like, no, actually, it's, no. It, uh, despite its weird sort of um, sci-fi twist, it's it's a lot more conventional. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot less of his artsy sort of style. That gives um, that gives there, me. A there lot there of are confidence. there are sprinkles of it in the movie, like the first shit, man. I think the first few minutes at least are. Um, uh, a very sort of arty, like, shots, slow-mo, various things going on where you're just sort of like, what the fuck is happening? But yeah. after that, the the movie just sort of goes into it and, yeah. Melancholia. Fucking A. Alright, well, yeah, look, you've piqued my interest with um, it being a Lars von Tier film, but not a typical Lars von Tier film. So, <laughs> you've, uh, I'm looking forward to it then. Just everything else I've sort of seen of his. I not a fan. Yeah, yeah. I just think yeah. is a little 
grotesque, I think. I don't know if that's too harsh of a word. No, I get that. Like, yeah. He he definitely um doesn't shy away from the more taboo subjects of society, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which just seems... I feel like it's sort of a lowbrow way to tackle it. But... No, it's, that's, look, that's my opinion, anyway. So, Nymphomaniac, is that the one where it's like it's borderline porn? Yes, I haven't seen Nymphomaniac. Yeah, I just, I've, I've only ever seen parts of it. Um, <laughs> you've seen more part, than I have. <laughs> the parts you've seen <laughs> on <laughs> fucking Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, I remember, I think it was, yeah. I think it was film I actually do want to watch that people, at some stage. Yeah. I think it was film school, either in film school or people telling me from film school to watch it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll probably get around to watching it eventually. I mean, it was just, I think at the time it came out, like I could never find a good time to watch it because I was like living at home and I'm like, I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Hey, Grandma, you want to watch this with me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like any any movie you watch with your family where there's like a really full on sex scene, and you're just yeah. like, "Oh Jesus yeah. Christ, what am I watching?" <laughs> you just stare straight down at your crotch, like, "Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stay down. Yeah. Uh, um, and just like like you know, just to reiterate, if anyone has stayed through this long, uh. Why? This podcast, no, this podcast, like, send us in your fucking um, things that you want us to watch. Because if we haven't watched them, we'll watch those and re- review those. Um, as soon as we start getting sort of recommendations, we'll, we'll start doing that. Um, and when we've run out of recommendations, start going back to our own films. Until then, yeah. I forget what was the sign off for this. I'm um, sorry. <laughs>